0: Hey Playmakers, did you know that I've been a Facebook and Instagram ads expert for longer than I've been teaching indoor playground owners and that I've created a -a one-of-a-kind program to share all the ad secrets I help my one-on-one clients implement with you for a fraction of the price of hiring an expert? And this is the only training out there made specifically for play-based business, whether you have a physical location or not. So if you want my eight step proven blueprint for setting up high converting ads once that will send a constant flow of new leads into your business with just a few dollars per day, I linked the information in the show notes for you. So in my book, more birthdays with ads course, you will get all the tutorials, training, and know-how you need to never need to pay a third-party ads manager or outsource this task, which can save you thousands of dollars per month in addition to increasing your revenue with all these new leads and bookings. I also give you all the tools and templates needed to delegate this to your internal team once you're ready. So this is really a no-brainer. So to learn more about my Book More Birthdays with Ads course so you can start spending less on ads while getting more bookings and sales, head to the show notes. I'll see you there. If you're in the play and party business and you wanna operate with more ease and joy all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. Hey, Playmakers, it's me, your host, Michelle Caruana. And as you just heard, today we are talking about Facebook and Instagram ads. Yes, again. As you likely already know, I've actually been studying and teaching paid advertising methods. So not just Facebook and Instagram, but also Google ads and YouTube ads and Pinterest ads and things like that for much longer than I've been teaching indoor playground owners. So not only is this kind of my thing, It's also one of my favorite topics to talk about. But why? Well, Facebook and Instagram ads specifically present a really unique opportunity for us as business owners to hone in on the exact people we want to reach and deliver them with a very tailored, intentional message. And in a world where consumers are getting bombarded with ads left and right all day every day... That personalization and intentionality means everything when it comes to making actual sales from your ads. More traditional advertising methods that have been available to local business owners like us, like newspaper ads and magazine ads and radio ads and things like that, they just don't allow you to deliver the same highly targeted messages. And what I love about Facebook and Instagram ads is that they allow you to do this extremely affordably and you can absolutely do it yourself. This surprises a lot of people because I used to run Facebook, Instagram, and Google ads for a living, but I actually never, ever recommend hiring an expert for Facebook or Instagram ads if you are a small local business. Now, if you were an online e-commerce brand whose potential customer pool was in the multi-millions, then yes, you might benefit from an expert who is extremely knowledgeable in advanced targeting and optimization strategies because you're gonna be competing with thousands and thousands of other brands. But we as local businesses have two massive advantages in the advertising space. First, we have a much smaller pool of competitors that we need to stand out against. And two, we have the advantage of only serving a specific geographic area and we likely already know exactly who within that area we want to see our ads. In our case, parents of young kids, right? Now, of course, there are some fancy strategies I teach like if this person clicks on book party but doesn't put a deposit down, I want them to see this ad. Or if someone goes on my website and adds a membership to their cart but they don't purchase, show them this ad or If someone signed up for a summer camp last year, I wanna show that entire list of summer camp families, this ad for this specific event I think they would be interested in or an ad for this year's summer camp registration. There are ways you can get really advanced and strategic with your ads, but even those strategies can actually be very easily learned and implemented yourself or by a team member. Facebook and Instagram ads and even Google ads are some of those skills that are very expensive to outsource. We're talking hundreds and hundreds of dollars each month for a qualified expert, and that is not including ad spend. And if you don't have the knowledge of how to run these ads effectively in-house, as soon as you stop paying that very expensive expert that you probably can't afford long-term, your ad results are going to come to a screeching halt as well. Because if you don't understand how the ads were set up or if you can't replicate or maintain them, those results, again, are gonna be very unsustainable. And I don't want that for you. And you might be thinking, you know, geez, Michelle, I already have a completely full to-do list. I just don't have time to be constantly running ads and tinkering inside of Ads Manager. But here's the beautiful thing. Once you get the hang of it, Most of your ads will simply run in the background of your business 24-7 for as little as $1 per ad per day. Yet these ads will be constantly getting leads and sales for your business. My Facebook ads right now in my business are so optimized, I only edit or tweak them literally one time per year in January and they are still working amazingly well in terms of converting browsers into buyers and clicks into customers, which is what actually matters when it comes to advertising, right? Getting actual sales and bookings from those ads. High converting Facebook and Instagram ads are, again, skills that can give you an absolutely massive return on whatever time and money you spend learning them over time. Just trust me on this one. And if you really feel like this is not something you want to take on long term, I promise you just take the time, take the money, invest in Whether it's my course or another course on the market, sit down, spend the time, learn your customers, learn your ads, learn what works for what offer in your business, and then you can outsource the ads or maybe just maintaining the ads to a team member, to a virtual assistant. But if you, the business owner, can have this advanced knowledge, I promise you, you are going to save so much money in the long run, and you are going to be able to Quickly replace that contractor if their contract is up or they decide to move on. Or replace that employee if they end up moving on one day. This is a skill that is so incredibly beneficial to have in-house. And those VAs, those contractors, are going to be a fraction of the cost of those qualified ad experts. So again, just trust me on this one. This is one of those skills you absolutely want to have in-house. I talk much more deeply about my favorite Facebook and Instagram ad strategies in episodes 29, 30, and 31 of this podcast, and of course, I teach the step-by-step-by-step methods in the course you heard about at the beginning, which is also linked in the show notes, but today, I want to talk about some really important things that I need you to keep in mind if you do, in fact, decide to run your own ads or have a team member or contractor run ads because here's the good news about Facebook and Instagram ads. You can get one up and running in literal moments. Meta or Facebook makes it extremely easy to launch an ad. But that is also the bad news. It can be so incredibly easy to overlook an option or miss a step or something like that that we're going to talk about today. And Honestly, you know, truth time here. I really feel like Meta, especially right now, can be so manipulative in that they really want you to breeze through the ad setup process. Because guess who it benefits? Them. You, as the business owner, get charged, and Meta gets paid per impression of your ads. Many people think that because reports often show cost per click or cost per engagement or cost per purchase, and you can actually, in Ads Manager, decide, okay, when do I want to get charged? Do I want to get charged when somebody clicks, or do I want to get charged when there's an impression? You see all these options, and you see this reporting, and you think that Meta charges you when people take action on your ads. However, again, this is simply not the case, and it is not intuitive. You get charged based on how many times your ad appears, whether people take any action or click on it or buy from you or not. Sure, Meta wants you to have successful ads, so you keep running them. But again, just trust me on this one. The fact that the ad launching process is easy, seemingly too easy, and can even be done on your phone on the go, this is by design. They want you to hand over as much control to them as possible when it comes to your ad targeting, your placements, everything. Because they know that while ads are easy to launch, they are really tricky to analyze. And again, this is by design. They're counting on you remaining ignorant on how much money you're wasting with your quote-unquote easy ads, and they're counting on you just not doing your due diligence and looking at the real data and taking the time to launch ads properly. Here's the good news though. If you are still here listening, don't worry. I am not going to let that be you. These points that we're going to talk about today, unfortunately, all stem from extremely common mistakes I see indoor playground owners make with their ads every single day. And a lot of them stem from the process being simply too easy, too fast, and too simple, and people breezing through it. And because I have a highly trained eye from almost 10 years experience running these ads, I've literally been running Facebook and Instagram ads since they existed. I figured I would share these tips and things to keep in mind with you today, but just so you're aware, this episode and the way I'm going to speak in this episode is assuming that you already have a working knowledge of Facebook ads, either from my course or from my previous episodes, again, specifically episodes 29, 30, and 31. So if you are feeling completely lost, you might need to hit pause Go back and listen to those episodes. And I also have a ton of YouTube tutorials on Facebook ads on my YouTube channel. Not my Play Cafe Academy channel, my Michelle Caruana channel. So I will link that in the show notes. I bet you didn't know I had two YouTube channels, did you? But anyways, let's get into the points that I want you to keep in mind as you're running Facebook and Instagram ads. Number one, set your targeting to local customers only. I can't tell you how many times I open my newsfeed and see amazing, beautiful ads for indoor playgrounds, but when I go to learn more, I realize that they're actually across the country. And no, these are not just awareness ads for indoor playground businesses looking to gain more followers, and they don't really care where those followers live, right? They're just trying to boost their social metrics. These are ads that are like, book your birthday party now, or attend this event this weekend, things like that ads that are clearly only relevant to someone in their immediate area. Now, this might seem like a no-brainer, and I actually did an entire episode on this, episode 123 of this podcast, but this generally happens for one of four reasons. So again, one of these might sound familiar, so listen up. Number one, they just missed a step. So maybe they set up their ad or their boost post on their phone, and, you know, they just simply forgot to target their local area. It happens. Number two, sometimes people set up ads using the best practices option instead of using a manual setup. So at the campaign level, the first step when you go to set up a Facebook or an Instagram ad, it's going to ask you, you know, do you want a sales ad, a leads ad, a traffic ad? You're going to make those selections, again, based on what I've already taught you, and there's an option that says, "Do you want to use Meta's best practices, or do you want to do a manual setup?" Unfortunately, some of those best practices include includes um, expanding your targeting. So, you know, Meta, unfortunately, because ninety nine probably percent of businesses that advertise on Meta and Instagram, ninety nine percent of those businesses can serve customers across the country or across the world. So sometimes if you select their auto-targeting features or their quote-unquote best practices feature, they're going to automatically expand your targeting outside of what you have selected without your knowledge. I can't tell you how many times I see people post in Facebook and Instagram ad groups and say, hey, I selected my target to be only 10 miles within, you know, Uh, 10 miles outside of this particular town, yet I'm getting clicks from across the country. Either you selected their best practices instead of using a manual setup, or you're making one of the next two mistakes. Which brings me to the number three reason that you might be seeing this. You might be using Advantage Plus Audience. And again, this is another... I guess, trick, I don't want to say trick, I really, you know, hate to be negative or fear mongering here, but this is another trick that Meta uses to get you to spend more money and to get you to waste ad impressions. So basically what Advantage Plus Audience is, and this is as defined by Meta, it says, our ad technology automatically finds your audience. If you share an audience suggestion, we'll prioritize audiences matching this profile before searching more widely. So basically, if you use Advantage Plus Audience, which, by the way, is automatically selected, you have to actually go in and deselect it from your ads if you don't want to use it. Facebook or Meta might not understand that you are a local business. Even if you have an address set up on your page, even if you have your page set up as a local business. A lot of times they will think they know better and they will expand your audience outside of your geographic area. So you really have to be careful with this. So make sure you are very well-versed and very knowledgeable of the Facebook ads manager setup and make sure you deselect this so that they don't use your targeting as a quote-unquote suggestion. And then the fourth reason why I might be seeing indoor playground ads for indoor playgrounds that are across the country, and this is by far the most common, that business likely chose a quote-unquote custom audience and forgot to add location targeting on top of that. So if you've ever run Facebook or Instagram ads before, you're probably going to know what I mean, right? By custom audience, I mean you're probably targeting your page followers or you're targeting people who have engaged with your posts in the past or you are targeting your website visitors all great audiences to target with your promotions. However, a lot of times we forget that our website visitors, our page engagers, our followers can be from all over the country or world. So if we are using these custom audiences, you have to remember to add local targeting on top of that or else Meta is just going to run with it and they're going to put your ads in as many news feeds as possible because that's how they make their money. So again, if you're using a custom audience, please make sure you're adding your local targeting on top of that. And this is done at the ad set level. All right, so to wrap that one up, again, make sure and triple quadruple check that your ads are only reaching local customers. And if you're not sure, go into the data analytics of your ads, go into ads reporting and make sure that all of your clicks and all of your paid engagements are only taking place with customers that you can actually serve with your business. All right, the second thing I want you to keep in mind if you're running Facebook and Instagram ads is to not fall for spam messages. And this has really ramped up in recent months especially. As soon as you launch an ad, it seems like you get bombarded with messages and emails from people posing to be meta or Facebook or a support person and saying, hey, you are in violation of XYZ policy. Your page is going to get deleted or your ad account is going to get deleted or you're in copyright violation. 99.9% of the time, these are scams. I want you to make sure you never, ever click on any of the links in the ad even when they look like they are coming from Facebook or Meta, because these scammers have gotten really advanced and they do look oftentimes like they are coming from Facebook or Meta. This is the easiest way to lose access to your account and everything that you have worked so hard for on your social media channels. So what I want you to do, especially if this is a message, I want you to click and expand the email address it came from. And if it did not come from a Meta.com email address, which again, 99% chance it didn't, that is a scam, just completely ignore it. Don't Don't engage, don't do anything else with that message, it's going to be gone, that page is going to get deleted, the scam account is going to get deleted, I promise. It's super annoying, but it's just something that happens when you run ads. The next thing I want you to do if you're concerned that you might actually be in violation or whatever the case may be, I want you to log into your business manager account. So go to business.facebook.com, bring up your page, and if there are any violations or anything like that, it's going to show in like big red on a banner at the top of the screen. You won't be able to miss it because sometimes you are in violation of ad policies. So again, if and. If a violation or a message or alert or anything like that is genuine, it will show in your account. So those are the two things I want you to do to double check to make sure you are not falling for any spam messages because it could cause you to lose your account, which is never good. Now, the next thing I want you to keep in mind is that boosting posts can be effective, but it should never be your main strategy. And I have videos and podcast episodes about Why boosting should never be your one-stop solution for Facebook and Instagram ads, but I want to first get into the difference between boosting a post and actually using Ads Manager, which is the best way to strategically set up your ads. And while these two often get mixed up, the difference is actually really easy to understand once you hear it. So here's the short answer, because again, I've gone into this a million times before. Boosting a post is a quick way to put money behind an existing post from your Facebook or Instagram page, while a Facebook ad is a more thought-out campaign created in Facebook Ads Manager. Now, again, I teach the full breakdown on YouTube, but basically, you will not be able to utilize all of the objective, targeting, placement, and creative strategies I teach if you simply boost posts. Boosting posts are totally okay if you have a random $20 and you want to use it to amplify a specific post. Again, especially if it's already doing really well. Like for example, if you're doing an event this coming weekend and it's already gotten a ton of likes, comments, and shares and you just want to put some money behind it to make it reach even further and make it reach more people. That's absolutely fine. I used to do that all the time. But let me be clear. Boosting posts is not part of an intentional and profitable Facebook ad strategy. It's simply an extra, maybe, you know, a cherry on top that you can throw on top of your carefully crafted Sunday. And another analogy that I like to give is, you know, the ad strategy is the meat and potatoes versus boosting which can be the dessert or a mint at the end of the meal. It can give you a lot of satisfaction, but it won't fill you up and it's not going to sustain you nutritionally. Again, now I'm making myself hungry. I don't, you know, even know where I was going with that analogy, but it is so true. You have to have the foundational strategy before you go around, you know, boosting posts and expecting to get a lot of return on your investment there. Now, the fourth thing I want you to keep in mind is that evergreen ads, which, again, I talk about in episodes 29, 30, and 31 of this podcast, they can reach new customers and retarget browsers 24-7. So if you're getting a lot of traffic to your website, especially if you are a new business, you want to make sure you take advantage of that. And if people are really interacting with your organic social media posts, you want to make sure you are turning those clicks into customers. So what I mean by this is, again, when somebody follows your page, when somebody visits your website, when somebody clicks on your party booking page, you can retarget them with very specific messages. So, hey, you know, our party spots are booking up for spring 2024. Don't miss the opportunity to lock in your child's date. Leave the rest of the planning for later on in the process, right? You're kind of using these retargeting ads to overcome any objections that your customers may have had when they were browsing, but not buying. So a big misconception, and I'm not going to get into this because I talked about it a lot at the beginning, but a lot of people think that Facebook and Instagram ads are so time-consuming because organic social media is time-consuming. But evergreen ads are actually meant to lift the burden off of your shoulders that makes you feel like you have to post every single day. Because evergreen ads, and again, evergreen ads are basically just ads that are running in the background of your business all day, every day. They're not attached to any specific event or time period. They're just chugging along all the time in the background. These are actually so freeing because they are constantly reaching new people and retargeting your current browsers and customers. So you don't have to post all the time. Your evergreen ads are doing the heavy lifting for you. So again, I want to quash that misconception that ads are super time consuming because once you get the hang of it, You can just let them run. And I almost never post organically on social media. I do want to do it a little bit more in 2024, but I don't have to to have a successful thriving business because I have highly optimized evergreen ads that are constantly reaching new people for me, that are constantly retargeting people that have already found me and actually getting them to convert and spend money with my business. And I can't tell you how much that helps My time as a business owner and honestly, my mental health. I sleep so much better at night knowing that I don't have to get up and think about what to post because I have these ads running and working for me almost like another employee. All right, the fifth thing I want you to keep in mind is that Facebook and Instagram ads are not the only ads you should consider, even though I feel like I talk about them the most. There are also Google ads, which I detail in episode 90 of this podcast. And I love Google ads because They get put in front of people when they are ready to buy. So when someone comes across your party picture on Instagram or something, they might click on your party page and they might check it out, but their child's birthday might not be for 10 or 11 months, right? They might not be ready to buy and nothing you can say or do can make them ready to buy just because that's how things go. However, with Google ads, it's completely different. Your ad is going to be shown to somebody literally typing into a search engine, birthday party venues in Buffalo, New York or first birthday party venues or summer camp options, Buffalo, New York. And then boom, your service pops up as a solution to the problem they are searching for. So Google ads get a bad reputation because they're a little bit expensive, but in terms of actual cost per booking, they are very, very low because again, they're only being shown to people who are searching for the exact keywords that your services are tailored to. The next kind of ads I want you to consider are Pinterest ads, which I talk about in episode 156 of this podcast. A lot of people assume that Pinterest is only for brands that can serve the entire country or the entire world, but there are ways to target local customers on Pinterest the same way you would a Google ad. So if a local parent is currently searching first birthday ideas in your area, You can pop up on their Pinterest feed as the perfect venue that can serve as the backdrop for their amazing Pinterest board-worthy ideas. So don't count Pinterest ads out even if you're a local business. And then of course, there are TikTok and Reddit ads and things like that. The key here is to open your mind beyond Facebook and Instagram ads and give the others a chance and see how it goes. All right. The sixth thing I want you to keep in mind is you know, just something I want to reiterate from the beginning of this episode. Sometimes too easy can be a negative. So if you set up your ad in less than a couple minutes or if it just felt like, wow, that was really easy, I want you to go back and double check all of your work. Watch YouTube tutorials when it comes to setting up an ad properly and making sure you don't accidentally select one of their quote unquote best practices. Whether you watch my tutorials or someone else's, I just want you to be really careful. And if you ever find yourself saying, wow, that was easy, it's probably by design. And just a quick word of advice, 99% of the Facebook and Instagram ad advice out there, if you look up tutorials on YouTube and things like that, They are made for e-commerce businesses or businesses that, again, do not serve a local geographic area. So if you are looking up tutorials or if you are looking for a Facebook or Instagram ads course, make sure you look for one that is specific to local businesses because the way that local businesses run ads are completely night and day different from non-local businesses. Again, I just want you to trust me on this one. Whether you go for my course or someone else's course, just make sure it is tailored to local service-based businesses. All right, and the last thing I want you to keep in mind is that you will never get better at ads if you do not analyze your results. And this is such a common mistake. People kind of set it and forget it. And they say, oh, you know, this ad did okay. I got some new followers. It got some clicks. It got some shares. Do I know if it actually converted into bookings? You know, I don't really know. And that is a big trap that Meta wants you to fall into. So in addition to those shares and views and impressions, I want you to look at things like click-through rate, cost per booking, cost per lead. I want you to look at your landing page conversion rate. So if, for example, you're getting a ton of clicks and a ton of website traffic from your ad, but nobody actually purchased There might not be something wrong with your ad. There might be something wrong with your website page that you're sending people to, or maybe your pricing is off, or maybe your checkout page isn't quite optimized. There are so many key performance indicators that I need you to look at if you're going to actually run ads profitably for your business. And I'm also going to link another episode of this podcast in the show notes where I talk about the most important metrics to look at when you're analyzing Facebook ads, but the thing I want you to take away from this point is to make sure you set time aside to analyze your results when your campaign is done. Or if this is an evergreen ad that you plan on running indefinitely, carve time out and literally put it on the calendar to sit down after a month of running the ad and make sure you are spending every single dollar very intentionally and that that ad is actually driving leads and results and sales in your business. Because if they're not, I promise you can reallocate that money towards a different platform or towards a different ad strategy or towards something else entirely, maybe hiring another employee. So again, make sure you don't set it and forget it and spend the time to not just learn how to launch ads but learn how to analyze the results once once they've already been launched because that's when you're going to get into your groove. That's when you're going to find your rhythm. And that's when your ads are going to be able to run in the background of your business 24 seven without, with very little maintenance, very little tweaking, just like mine do. All right, if you have any, any, any Facebook or Instagram ad questions or anything like that, please feel free to DM me on Instagram. Again, this is my thing. This is my favorite thing to talk about. I love answering your questions. And if there's anything you want me to dive deeper on in this podcast, as always, I'd be happy to do that for you. And I've also linked my Michelle Caruana YouTube channel in the show notes because that's where I do most of my Facebook and Instagram ad tutorials. And as I mentioned, I've also linked my Facebook and Instagram ads course, which also has a Google ads bonus. So you can really accelerate your learning and your results with these strategies and actually see the sales come in in your business. All right, have a wonderful day, Playmakers. I will see you right back here on Wednesday.